two, three, four, get my shoes and out the door. Five, I'm alive, six, seven, eight, feeling great. Nine, gonna shine, life is good. I'm doing fine, ten, gonna do it right and do it again, yeah. I look into the sky with all the beautiful color, but there's more than just for me, so gonna share it with another. I got to show to give. Let Welcome to Lingerie Lowdown's podcast, a place full of inspirations and relatable people, helping you instill that self-belief and sharing advice that you can apply to your own life through using the wonderful platforms of lingerie because wearing the right underwear isn't just about physically looking good or doing it for someone else it's about loving and embracing who you are for you we have a wonderful guest with us today who will be talking us through her very inspiring story about her fabulous business she co-owns called Lonely Nights, a fantastic subscription box that offers you so much more than just beautiful lingerie. Francesca, hi. hi. Thank you so much for being with us today and sharing your story. Thank you for having How me. are you? Uh, I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Very, very good. Yes. Are you? So you're based in the UK? Yes, we're uh, Leicester, which is in the East Midlands of the UK. Oh, right. Okay. So you're like my neighbour. I'm just down here in, well, Daventry. No, not too far. Well, I just wanted to know if it was a UK, it's a UK based business that you've got here. Yeah. So we're originally launching in the UK with the idea of expanding as we sort of get our brand awareness up and running. Oh, that's exciting. Okay, then. So just tell us a little bit about yourself in terms of growing up, where, if you had any studies, you know, what's your background been like in work? Um, so I've always grown up in Leicester. Um, I met my husband in Leicester. We're both from here. So uh, not really an awful lot to say there. Um, I studied law at A-level, um, oh. but we, I then decided that it wasn't for me. So that was when I then went on to study sort of mental health. And I got a job in a regional secure unit at the age of 18. <laughs> Oh, wow. That's a young age for the mental. Uh, wow. That's crazy. What, so what, what was that like? Um, daunting at the beginning, uh, but I absolutely loved it. I spent 10 years there. Um, unfortunately, after suffering with my own mental health, something had to give. So it was the working within the mental health setting that did give eventually. So, um, But yeah, it was challenging. All jobs have their own challenges, but it certainly was challenging. Um, but you kind of felt like you was making a difference to people's lives. So it had its it had its ups. Of course it does. Well, that sounds really interesting. So, in terms of um, the mental health, what what was it that you'd kind of deal with on a day to day business, or did it vary? Every day was not the same. <laughs> it was very different. <laughs> um, over my time there, I worked on many different wards. So we worked on rehabilitation, rehabilitation. Sorry, um, in order to get them prepared to going back and living in the outside world. Um, I also worked in a enhanced women's ward. Uh, dealing with uh, a more severe cases of mental health um, and that was definitely more challenging. Wow was I mean personally for me I've been looking into psychology and CBT and things like that and what it kind of does is it unearths things in you there's things that you start to like be more aware of within yourself definitely I don't know if is that what happened in the like right in front of you yeah you can see yourself changing um majoritively for the good uh, you kind of build up a wall when you're in that setting, but you then find that your experience grows. So bringing up my children, for example, they're more aware of their own mental health. So it's it's cases like that that definitely help. Wow, that's awesome. So you've they've then applied it to your, your home life, life and with people. 
Wow, that's some really great experience. I, I know I'm touching on it quite a bit, but I mean, mental health is such a massive thing. And um, I don't think a lot of people take it seriously unless they're in it themselves, you know. And I think where we're going into the conversation of um, where your business has gone to, I think you've probably come to understand people's needs or what they're not doing for themselves of what's important. Uh, because you, you you touched on something else that you've gone through as well, that you, you've been through some trauma of your own. What was that like? What, like what happened? If you don't mind sharing, what was that like? What did you do? Um, I suffered with PTSD after an assault at work. Um, I had some mental health before that, after the birth of my son. So I suffered with postnatal depression. Um, but when I went back to work, I then suffered an assault, which caused this PTSD. Um, which was really troubling, to be fair. Um, to begin with, I put on the brave face and pretended everything was okay because that was what society expected of me and kind of carried on and thought, well, I can't be a strong woman if I'm suffering with mental health. So I just carried on. But eventually those bricks begin to build and you sort of get closed in then and it becomes claustrophobic and something does have to give. Um, so relationships started to break down my family life was suffering um so then I went to the doctors um and that was when I got the ball rolling and eventually it does take time to come through the other side and it's not all rosy still sometimes we still have our bad days the anxiety is more so now so day to day is easy but sometimes you'll find that there'll be a trigger and you'll be like oh yeah that's what it was and it's kind of like you become to learn how to deal with certain situations using the mindfulness and the CBT. It's all about retraining your brain and, and understanding when things aren't going great, that it's okay just to look after yourself and just to stop and take time for yourself because that's what's important. It's okay for us not to be okay going along with those lines, but it's admitting that there is a problem. I think that's the difficult point. That's the hardest bit. Oh my God. I think any listeners right now would be putting their hands up and be going mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean we're all guilty for that we are all guilty you see the thing is it's so much easier to observe someone else than it is yourself and it's a lot of the time when you go through things like this and you're seeing your triggers going off it it kind of is a little while down the road until things are really kind of crumbling around you until you go right what's going on here and then your own fingers are pointing at you and you think damn I've, I've got some things to work on so uh, what you're what you're kind of saying then is once you've um found out about the PTSD and you're talking about your mindfulness and such it's not something it's not there's no cure for it really is there it's just it's more like coping strategies or managing strategies that you then yeah. find you, you you learn to live with it basically so you find coping strategies for certain situations now the PTSD does get easier Obviously, if you take yourself out of that situation, the PTSD eases up. So me taking myself out of work was a way in that I wouldn't have to have the panic attacks and things like that because of that situation. Um, But then we kind of introduced things. So I did go to counselling. Works provided me with counselling, which was really good. Um, So counselling is always a way forward. I was on medication um, for two years, but that's now stopped because I'm in a I'm in a a safe, happy place now where I can see my triggers and I know what to do to get myself out of that situation. So when things start to get a little bit dark, I know that I need to take a step back, gain control of the situation and then move forward. 
So it, it's definitely about learning your own triggers and learning the coping strategies that work best for you. Um, so for me, for example, it was taking that time out for myself. Um, it was also reading, like immersing myself in a book just to take my mind off my daily struggles as such. Um, and that was a big help for me. Uh, mindfulness, I've always been a huge fan of mindfulness, um, deep breathing techniques and just ways to distract the brain from what it's suffering because you just need to rethink, stop, rebalance yourself and, and then progress forward. It, it's it's It sounds easy now I'm putting it like this, but obviously when you're in that situation, it is very dark and it is hard to see the light in the end of the tunnel, but it's definitely there. It just takes time and dedication and support from those around you as well. Support is a vital thing. Massively. And um, I know that there are some there's, there's more emerging out there in, in terms of support if it's not, you know, because not everybody is born into a family that's there for support. Um, and or maybe they don't have the right people around them either in terms of friends. But there are a lot more charities out there. There are a lot more um, helping hands volunteers that kind of thing and they do that they, they, they really dedicate themselves as well like and I, I can I can imagine that was part and parcel of what you were doing as well in the mental health sector is being that support for them although it was a job it was being that support to be like look you're actually not mental no. inverted commas you know as people are saying just because it's that name don't think that there is something terribly wrong with you it's just as you Again, as you said, your brain has been programmed. It's wired a certain way. And that's all we're trying to do is just calm you down. That's, that's wow. So you touched on something really interesting about the book. So you're a good reader yourself. I'm, I'm a terrible reader, I have to say. Mine's, <laughs> mine's all um, audible and what have you. I but yeah, was. so you were most... I never was right. until okay. I started to struggle. Um, it was actually my husband who brought a book and a candle and said, right, just go and take some time out for yourself. So I went to take time out for myself and I found myself just being completely immersed into another world. So it, it helped me stop thinking about everything. So I tend to have racing thoughts. Something will get on top of me and I will, yeah, <laughs> overanalyze everything. So I get these racing thoughts and I then have to learn to uh, sort of compartment. Oh, I can't think of the word now, but. Decompartmentalize. Yeah. Yes, I'm, yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. I kind of put them into little boxes. Um, and save them for relevant days and relevant situations. And the book sort of helped me do that. And it, it sort of took my mind off everything that I was thinking about because I was so immersed in the pages of the book that I didn't actually think about my own problems or my own worries. It, it definitely helped with that situation. Wow, I absolutely love that. And I've never heard that before. I mean, it's crazy because there are so many other things that are out there now like in terms of mindfulness mm -hmm. and meditation. And, and, and the, so there's a few things that you can turn to. But I've never heard someone going old school because it's old school. Yeah. Books have been around since the dawn of time, for goodness sake. So books just to immerse yourself in another world. Mm. I love that. I, I too, I'm, I'm an overthinker. So there's just always these racing thoughts. And that's why a lot of people suffer with anxiety these days, mm -hmm. because we are living too far in the future. We are expecting way too much of ourselves and we are comparing all the time. So we are well there with you should be doing this or you haven't done that or you look like crap today. Oh, why didn't you just try that? Oh, you forgot that. Yeah, well, that's you all over, isn't it? And it's just boom, boom, boom. Then you're thinking of hubby. Then you're thinking of your children. Then you're thinking of whatever it is, the, the next door neighbor's, neighbor's cat. And you're just like, <laughs> okay, enough is enough. And I love 
that your hubby came in and was like, here's a candle. Here's a book. Go take some time out. Do you do like rent a hubby services? <laughs> <laughs> he is available for rent. In... <laughs> <laughs> for that. For, only for that. Only for that. But that's brilliant. That's that's a really unique idea. So what future, So in terms of Lonely Nights, this is great because it's just leading us straight on to what Lonely Nights are about. <laughs> so have you then married that together? Is that where your thought came? I want to know your thought process into being like, right, let's put them all together. So the idea originally came from my husband. He's the brains behind behind the business. Um, oh, you're the beauty. The beauty. Okay, of course. <laughs> um, but he put it all together. Obviously, he saw me suffering myself, um, and he saw the struggle that I was having. And it was kind of about what helped me in that situation. So me putting my makeup on, for example, doing my hair, it made me feel good about myself wearing a good piece of lingerie makes me feel good about me. Don't Nobody else has to see it. But under my clothes, I feel strong. I feel confident. And it, it gives you that sense of security. So that was kind of the idea that it doesn't matter whether you're divorced or you're a professional or you've got a family, but we can all feel lonely at some point in our lives. It, it's natural to be alone at times. So picking up a good book, picking up the candle to make you feel good and and sort of the lingerie is this idea that it's okay to be alone you can just be alone in your own world and it, it was just about enjoying those lonely nights sort of giving those lonely nights some class and sophistication I love that I absolutely love that and it's perspective isn't it like um, there's many different words out there that we could use in a negative way and we could think down a negative path but something like lonely let's say you know a lot of people might put that to being um, oh lonely because you're feeling sad and it's like no lonely is in we're doing something different for that lonely is just alone lonely is your time so it's what you kind of marry together with the word so I really love the fact that you've got that lonely lonely nights the sent the uh the sentence work calm down Alex <laughs> the 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 name for it where a lot of people would associate it with like oh feeling sad that you've actually been like no there's a different spin on this it's when you're feeling good about yourself and that's what we want to do I think that's really 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 important so did you have you found any struggles I mean you were working for someone else yeah. and then you were working for yourself like what what did that do to you because that's a totally different world um I had to learn time management <laughs> definitely yes. had to learn time management and prioritizing it was difficult to begin with sort of every job has its struggles every job mm. has its pros and cons Obviously, working for the NHS, I worked 13 and a half hour shift. So I didn't get to see my family. Being my own boss allowed me to have that family time back. Um, obviously, demands of the business do take over from time to time. So juggling everything does, does take a hit sometimes. The housework, the shopping, the kids', kids uniforms, the homework, everything else still has to be done. But everything else still had to be done before when I was working a 13 and a half hour shift. So this is definitely more suitable for me. I'm not saying it's for everybody, but I think anything that gives us that time to spend more time with our kids and our families is definitely an eye opener. I 100%. And I really like where you where you come from um, on everything here for behind the name, the fact that you're wanting 
to spread something with people where they are looking after themselves, they're loving themselves, they're not feeling so trapped and alone. It's it's actually it's funny because if someone was at home doing this, the lonely nights, they're taking the candle out and that they're, they're reading their book, there's hundreds of other people across the UK at the moment doing the same the same thing. So that's really quite cool that you've got that connection. And then it's gone on to the fact that you were able to do what you wanted, your work-life balance, that you're at home. I think that's absolutely fabulous. And I think the reason why I, I kind of reiterate this again is is talking to that our listeners because um, we've had a few podcasts now and um, we're similarly seeing that people are taking more control of their lives. You know, it's, it's saying no to the norm and it's saying that whatever you believe was the right thing to do before, we are evolving and you have more choices now. It's just up to you. And I think with your situation, you highlight that it kind of came to a head that enough was enough yeah. and it made you look somewhere else where you were just like, this isn't right for me. It's it's kind of taking all my resources. You know, um, I, even, I think I said on another podcast, you can't give out cups of water if your well is dry, you know, and, and I believe that you were giving so much in that kind of lifestyle before in your work that when you come home for your poor family. There's nothing left. Yeah, that they're just like, oh, great. Well, you're lovely to be around. So I suppose now you've you've taken the control back, which is something that I definitely want people to understand that they can do. They just got to build a little bit of confidence and find the right thing for them. So, I mean, okay. A lot of people will be like, oh, I really want to set up my own business and do what Francesca's doing. She sounds amazing. That sounds really cool. I want to do that. I want to do that. What they might get upset about is being like, how do I find my thing? How do I, you know? And I suppose what I'd like to hear from you is a little bit of advice. It wasn't like you were actively, was it you, you were actively seeking for this product or do you think it was kind of at one point you just thought, oh, oh, oh. I and think it just it came went, naturally. Bling. It came naturally. Right. It, we wasn't out there looking for it. Um, I mean, I gave up work to do the book cover designs for the authors that I work with. So I'd already left what I'd already done. Um, but this was kind of like, wow, there are so many people out there that could actually benefit from something like this. And it was more about just encouraging women to take time for themselves and to put their own mental well-being first, because so often we don't. I know I don't. I still don't. You still need to take that time out. Just 20 minutes a day is nothing. But it, that's, it came naturally. It was more of a, oh, look this works. How many women out there are struggling and, and really could do with the support and help, but are not sure which way to turn or which way to go. And it isn't just about sexy lingerie for some man. It's about feeling confident, feeling sexy, feeling sensual, all those things that us women need to take control of anyway, whether we're in a relationship or we're not, you have to take control of that. No matter what business you're in, I think that a piece of sexy lingerie under your clothes makes you walk with power and confidence anyway. That's fantastic. Yes, no, absolutely bang on, bang on. I'm so with you on that. And I really felt that one. <laughs> that, that, was, that was energy coming from you. I was just like, whoa. Yes, I absolutely am with you. And in fact, that really goes well with what we were saying. 
you will know if you wanted to set up your own business, you will know what it's got to be about because you will feel just as empowered. If you just listen to Francesca, then her whole energy changed. She felt passionate about this. This was something that she wanted to do. And you will, something will come to you and you'll know that that's where you want to go. And going back to the whole point in lingerie is it's not just for somebody else. It's for your well-being. Although people will look at a garment and be like, again, this is down to perspective. For years and years and years and years and years, they have just pieced it together as put it on, get sex, put it on, feel good. My, my man feels good. And it's a woman, whatever. But it, no, it's not. It is about you. If you can look, I mean, come on, girls. We have had those moments where we put on something. We're on our own. We've looked in the mirror. And we're just like, damn. And we're doing a little pose and we're bringing our bum round and we're stretching. We're feeling good. We are fit. That is what we're doing. We're doing that for us. And that is so, so important because if you can lie there with your lingerie and it's not for anybody, people need to understand and you need to practice. Okay, go and do it and then you'll understand. But they need to understand that that is so empowering for us because, again, control. We've done it for us. We've taken control. We're putting it on to be like, boom. So I'm going to have to try this because I absolutely <laughs> love the fact that there's a little book there. Because as I said, I overthink. And I really do think that people need to get out and get the subscription box. Because if you're wondering, oh, mindfulness doesn't work for me. I'm not really bothered about meditation. I can't do this. I can't do that. Then this, I think, is a fantastic way of distracting yourself because if you're not doing the mindfulness or the um, meditation because you can't sit there still and your your thoughts are still racing you just don't get on with it then a book will take you away and um, so going to uh, your book are they all surprises are They're they all, all like surprises okay so a surprising piece of lingerie I generally work with romance authors and that's kind of where my cliche is I am a stickler for a lovey-dovey novel that ends in some happily ever after and I can ride off into the sunset. <laughs> so it's sort of a romance novel. Um, and then we do a massage candle, which are different scents um, to help yourself. So you burn the candle, um, you then rub the oil into your skin so that you have oh. the same effect of a massage oil, but it's the same. So the room smells like it and your body also smells like it. <laughs> That is amazing. And I'm already thinking like endorphins are released, ser serotonin's released, you're relaxed. Oh my God, seriously, I need to go get me some. Okay, so how is business now? Do you have any exciting plans for the future for us to look out for? So visibility is low. Um, being a new business, it is very, very difficult to, to get out there and have people trust our brand and trust what we're about. Um, because obviously we have a surprise piece of lingerie in there. People are worried that it might be lower quality, but we go for luxury. Um, so we're trying to get out there that it's a luxury piece of lingerie. It's it's a nice feel, but people have to trust the brand. So it, it's difficult, but we are building up that visibility. Um, we do hope to eventually be sending these boxes out to America and other places like that. Um, but that that will come with time. But the main thing is we want to build a family. We want to build this belief that we're all women. We can all sit and have a nice, relaxing time. And it, it's just about building that community and, and sort of helping people along the way. So it, it's it, it's a slow process. <laughs> 
Of course, there's a slow process. Absolutely. And the more people that try it, the more that they'll understand. And I can't think of anything that's more fitting just after International Women's Day. Mm. You know, I mean, rewind 30, 40 years. That's not a long time. But we have come on so much more now where we're, we're again, that control word. We're taking more control of our lives and, and, and the way that they play out, which is so good. So what's the easiest way to find you? Do you have your uh, So we website? have our own website, which is www.lonelynights.co.uk. Um, but we're also on Instagram and Facebook. So you can give us a follow there and see what we're about and have a look at some other people that have obviously tried the boxes in the first month. So, But definitely come and check us out. Yes, I will get them to do that. I will absolutely get them to do that. Right. What I would like to do, yeah. um, just take a little bit of time. It's only a little bit of time. This is for you listeners. Okay. I'm, I always like to conclude our um, podcast with something that you can take away. Okay. So this is, this is different people and different lives, yet that it's relatable in some sort of way. And I just, I want you to envision that is something that you can apply somewhere in your life. Because as much as we are all unique, we do all go through the same problems in different ways. So for someone who may be listening, who hasn't or just doesn't read books or gives, gives himself that time away from everything, could you tell me in short three things that has actually helped you with or become and, and why? Okay, so immersing myself in a book has helps me get back to mental health and well-being and has helped me come out of that dark place um it also just gives me that little time out so just sitting there and reading a book makes those 20 minutes of peace and quiet where there's nobody else around and I'm not thinking about anything else but what's in those pages it's empowering at times especially if you come across a nice strong female lead which we all love um so it definitely helps sort of build that confidence up as well if you get the right book it's definitely worth immersing yourself in the pages. But it is, it's just taking those time out and it, it helps build who you are as well. It's, it's just about being on your own. It's okay to be on your own and, and reading and oh, it's so important. And I, I sound really silly here. <laughs> I don't know what that No, not at all. I, I absolutely love your passion. That's what's shining through for me. And I, I mean, I can't believe... Um, that I've never even thought about doing this myself. It's something very simple, but it's so, so effective. And it, it's something that I definitely want to do, especially when you just said then you're selling it to me, girl. <laughs> when you're talking about the strong lead, you're so right. It's like sometimes we need to live in a bit of a fantasy world because the real world, it just gets too heavy. And there are ways around it. And I think that's absolutely perfect. So Lonely Nights is something that everybody has to look out for. I want to... Make sure that people are going on to Twitter. Keep following them on Twitter, on, on Instagram. Are you on Facebook as well? Facebook, Instagram, and we have our own website. And you have your own website as well. Okay. So you get the lingerie through. Um, are they all surprises or is there, is there general categories that you can go on and then you can kind of choose in that way? Um, so we do categories. So we have um, bra sets, um, baby dolls and chemises, um, just frillies, or bodysuits so they can select that category um, and then they can select sort of sensual or adventurous or playfuls so it gives you a choice 
Okay, that sounds that sounds really good because it depends on your mood, doesn't it? So I quite like that. And you noted something very important, guys. If you're thinking I can't take any time out, I don't have an hour to myself. Francesca said, twenty minutes. You know, it doesn't have to be absolutely crazy with that time out. It's just a mere twenty minutes. I mean. I'm sorry, guys. If you could count, actually, we've got these things on our phones now, haven't we? Go into your phone, listeners. Go and check how much time you use scrolling on Facebook today. Uh, yeah. And then tell me you don't have 20 minutes at the end of the day for yourself. Yeah? It's just about putting the right things into your head or putting the right things on for you instead of, you know, following the masses in that way. Oh, my God. I am absolutely inspired. I love your journey. And it's so so clear how you got to where you are you know that it was kind of a funnel in that way it was this happened that in in your background um with the mental health that it just got too much and you got absolutely drained and at the same time the way that the universe works I think something drastic had to happen to you in order to have a defibrillator (laughs) definitely right away from this life because it was like not for you not for you so you thought right okay I want to be around the home you're obviously a creative person so you decided to do the illustrations for um book covers which is I think absolutely amazing because by the way Francesca hasn't mentioned that she's also a graphic designer (laughs) this woman this woman can do many many different things so then you went on to do that and at the same time you thought do you know what? I just, I want to feel good about myself. And after you were doing the mindfulness and you were looking into your own mental health because of um, the PTSD that you you have, it made you realize the importance of looking after yourself. And you've just given it your own spin. And I, I think it's amazing. It's a beautiful story. And it's fascinating because I think so many people out there will relate. They've gone on their own journey and you'll probably find, it doesn't mean that you're going to set up your own business. You don't necessarily have to set up your own business if you're happy where you are. It's not what I'm saying at all. It's more, again, taking control of your life and it's choosing to do the right things for you um, or your family, you know, whatever it is that, that you want to do there. Oh my God. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in again. I love hosting these and I love speaking to people like you, Fran. Honestly, don't ever doubt yourself because I, I'm the same person. I, I know so much in Fran that I do with myself as well. And I love that I've just shortened his name to Fran as if we're best friends. Now. Hey, that's what everybody um, calls me. It's absolutely fine. Okay. <laughs> but I do. I have the same. You, sometimes you worry. Sometimes we worry that. Are people going to get me? Are people going to understand, you know, where I'm coming from? And, you know, just, oh, little old me. That's the way we see things. Oh, just little old me. And it's like, no, you are a force to be reckoned with. And that's what we're trying to get everyone to understand too. So thank you so much for joining us today, Francesca. Thank you for having me. No problem at all. And to our listeners, please do listen out for our future podcast. We will be back again with some really exciting interviews that we love hosting here. But in the meantime, look after yourselves and we'll speak soon. Cheers. Bye, everyone. Bye.